Hello, everybody. <laughs> okay. Now, today's episode is going to be a little interesting. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be um, snatching up and dragging a billion dollar company, a multi billion dollar company, a company that a lot of people love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so let's hop straight into it. Today's topic is why no one wants to work anymore. My target expose. <laughs> I know at one point I used to work in retail. The company I worked for, none other than the lovable big chain retailer, Target. Everybody loves Target, <laughs> right? The atmosphere, you know, how everything is, you know, arranged, you know, the format of the store, the prices, the quality of their products, how modern and fresh everything is, the food, just the overall feeling you get when you go there. Unfortunately, the workers can't say the same. <laughs> Now, as you guys know, I'm not a messy bitch. I'm not the type to include people's name and stories. Even people who, you know, I'm friendly with, I don't ever violate anyone's privacy like that because if you didn't consent to being in my story, I'm not gonna put your name out there. So um, all of the names in this story, in this Target expose, will be substituted with a different name, okay? So I'm gonna use a different name for them. Um, I'm not going to use their actual names. So let's go. <laughs> my target expose and my time working there. Um, my time working there was so ridiculous that I feel like I have to really share it with you. And this episode is not only going to be about my target expose, but it's also going to be about why people don't want to work these type of jobs anymore. And COVID blew this shit right the fuck open. You know what I'm saying? It made people realize this shit. But I will get to that because that's not even the beginning of the story. So let's start off in the beginning of this story. First, we got to hop into the time machine and we got to go back to... ...2014. Hold on. That's not when I started working at Target. But... You will soon know why we're going back to 2014. So in 2014, right, I was still in high school and I was just fiending to work at Target. I already had a job at the time, but, you know, it wasn't really something I was satisfied with. So I'm like, man, I'm fiending to work at Target. I love Target a lot. You know, as a teen, I would always frequent the Target near my house. It was always a happy place for me. It was always a place where I would feel at home. I don't know if y'all remember this, but y'all remember when Target used to have the, um, in the electronic section, they used to have the video games that you could play. Like they used to have the DS and the DS Lite and the Game Boy and stuff. This is how you could tell how old I am. <laughs> they used to have the Xbox display and used to just sit there. Every time we go to Target with my mom when I was a child, um, we would run straight to that section because it would just be so fun to just play a bunch of different games and shit. 
And then, you know, as soon as she was done with her shopping, she would know where to find us and shit like that. Or I'd be in the toy aisle, you know, looking at the wrestling toys because I like the action figures and shit. I used to love wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Target was really my happy place. Like, I love that place. Like, I always thought that place was, you know, it. Like, as a kid, like, Walmart wasn't really my most favorite place because, like, you know, like I mentioned before in one of my other podcasts, like, I don't like, you know, I'm very sensitive to, like, loud noises, and Walmart is always loud. Like, Target was always, like, really peaceful, and you wouldn't hear, like, a ruckus. I mean, at least back then, not these days. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But, yeah, you know, Target was always a happy place for me. I always liked the red. I always liked, you know, the aesthetics. I always loved everything about Target. Like, it was just always so fancy, so nice, and, you know, such a cool place to go shop you know and they had a freaking dog as a mascot who doesn't love dogs right (laughs) anyway so i filled out my first application for target in 2014 i forgot i think it was like late 2014 or like um early 2014 i forgot at what point in 2014 it was but all i know is that i filled that application and they rejected me i was so sad about it like i remember just in there it's not like it ruined my day or anything where i was like profoundly upset about it but i was just like damn why don't they want me <laughs> you know me? i was just like damn what did i do to these people why don't they want to hire me hmm. so i was just like whatever life goes on you know, I moved on with my life. And in 2015, I applied twice. I applied in spring of 2015, got rejected. And then towards like the end of 2015, which was a fucking horrible year, by the way. Um, I applied again. They rejected me. In 2016, I applied to a different target. It was one that was a little further away from my house. And they called me. They called me. This was like late 2016. So it had been nearly a year since I applied. And, you know, the lady called me and she was all like, oh, do you have volunteer experience? I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, I have work experience, but like, he said, oh, do you have retail experience? I'm like, no, I don't. But I have like, you know, experience in this industry, you know, the job I was working at the time. And then she's like, oh, well, do you have volunteer experience? I'm like, no. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is volunteer experience? Like, if I volunteer like a shelter or something, like... Yeah, I did that for credits for my school so that I can fucking graduate. <laughs> like, I, at the time, you know, I was just, like, really, like, I was just really excited to just receive this phone call and have someone actually talk to me from Target because every time I applied, they would always reject me. So, I'm like, okay, she's actually, you know, somebody from Target's actually acknowledging me. So, I froze up and I couldn't even think because I was too excited. So, I'm like yeah no i don't have volunteer experience like i I was like what the fuck is that like what the fuck is you talking about i've never been asked that before you know when someone would call me for a job after applying for a job and then she was all like okay we'll call you back and let you know if we're gonna schedule an interview and i'm like yeah (laughs) this bitch not about to call me back She is, this bitch is not about to call me the fuck back, bro. I already knew she was going to fucking leave me on red. So a couple weeks went by and then that's when I got an email saying, unfortunately, we decided not to go with your application. I'm like, whatever. I was expecting that shit anyway. So I didn't give a fuck. Life went on, life went on, life went on. Throughout 2017, I applied to so many different targets. All of them rejected me. (laughs) 
I'm like, damn, why the fuck does this place not want to hire anybody? Like, because I was talking to somebody else at around that time, and they told me they applied for Target, too, and Target didn't want to fucking hire them or get back at them for at least an interview. And then in, like, January of 2018, I applied to the previous Target that rejected me back in 2016. So I applied to that same one again, and then the same lady, she was asking me the same questions. Oh, do you have retail experience? Do you have volunteer experience? And I said, no. I don't know why I was so honest at around time. I should have lied. Because, I don't know, I thought for some reason Target was going to do a thorough background check. And then if they would have found out that I never had this type of experience or if I would have went on the job and fucked up, they'd be like, bitch, I thought you was experienced in this field. So, she said the same thing. She's like, okay, we'll get back at you and let you know if we're going to contact you for an interview. And then I got a rejection letter. Well, as it turns out, I don't know. I don't know if my ancestors was, you know, whooping that lady's ass spiritually, but that target ended up being shut down in February of 2018. They ended up closing it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, because they were underperforming, I guess I used to go to that target as a child too. I was like, damn, how the fuck did that happen? I think that, I think that lowly karma got on them. (laughs) That lowly karma got on them. Mm -hmm. So, in 2018, I'm like, damn, if that one shut down, then I might as well apply to the one by my house again and, you know, apply to, you know, as many other targets. So, throughout 2018, I did the same thing. And then none of these other fucking targets was hitting me up. I'm like, you know what? Just forget it. Just forget it. I give up. Target doesn't want to hire me. Obviously, getting into this fucking store to work there for fucking minimum wage is so damn hard like fucking harvard and shit i'm just gonna give up so i ended up losing my um other job that i've been working in since i was in high school and i was just chilling i was just enjoying unemployment honestly like you know i ended up getting some peace of mind and i ended up being like you know what i need to you know basically get myself together because i didn't like you know how i was living my life at the time so i'm like you know what I had a bit of a spiritual awakening around that time and I was just basically trying to improve myself getting rid of fuck niggas that was making my life hard and shit (laughs) you know what I'm saying and just getting rid of some stupid ass people um but then in 2019 I'm like should I apply to Target again so I did the same routine I applied to like three different targets within the area um yeah no no wait i'm skipping something so in 2018 i went to a different target to go apply there that's when they used to have the computer there they called me and i missed the call and i was so fucking mad i'm like how the fuck did i miss the fucking call i've been fiending to work at this place like how did that happen you know what I mean? So I was so fucking mad. I'm like, oh my God, they called me and I missed the call. And then they sent me a rejecting letter and blah, blah, blah. 2019. Okay. So I ended up not only rep- um, applying to that same store, but I applied to like two other stores, you know, and now I'm pretty much at this point, just not expecting to even get a call back. Cause I'm like, you know, this is the same shit that been happening over and over a fucking again. It's like getting into this fucking store to work there is like getting into Harvard. And I'm like, I don't know why it's so hard. Like, it would be easier for me to get into Yale at this point than for me to fucking work at Target. That was where I was at with that. Then, you know, 
I landed a few interviews in the summer of 2019, but none of them worked out. Because <laughs> one thing about me, I am not good at interviews. I am not. I mean, at least at that time, I wasn't good at interviews. Like, you know, over the years, I mastered the art of like interviews. And if people just rejected me, they just rejected me because they just didn't want a nice African-American like me. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm not the I'm not the type to pull a race car. I was just doing that as a joke. But yeah, you know. Um, yeah, so those interviews didn't work out and understandably because I, you know, before 2019, for some reason, I was not good at interviews at all. I, I really was not good at them at all. <laughs> Cause you know, I got generalized anxiety disorder. So I, I, I was not good at like answering questions and like, you know, a situation like that. So the last interview that I was on, it didn't work out. They didn't even get back at me to tell me that. I, no, no, no. It was actually an interview that I had with this one store. And then they was like, and it, the lady called me to reject me. I never had that happen to me before. <laughs> like she called me to reject me, to tell me that she decided, they decided not to go with my application. I'm like, damn, shawty. <laughs> who does that? Like who calls somebody to reject them? Like, it just never made any sense to me. Like, why are you calling me to tell me I didn't get the job? Like, bitch, you could have just sent me an email or some shit, a text message. I don't fucking know. Like, why call me? And I was at the store buying clothes and then the bitch called me. She's like, yeah, unfortunately, we won't be. I hung up in her face because I'm like, bitch, if you're not calling to give me a job, I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't care. Next. (laughs) Shabai. (laughs) Bitch, get the fuck out my ear. So, next thing I know, right, I'll never forget this day. It was, like, sometime in August of 2019. I just got done using the toilet. <laughs> and then the, the toilet was overflowing, and I had to clean it up. Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? The, to- the, the When I flushed it, it, I think it clogged, and then the, the toilet water started, you know you know surging up and then that's when it overflowed and then it spilled all over the floor so i'm like great now i gotta mop it so in between me mopping i decided to check my emails and then i see a email from target telling me to schedule my interview i'm like what i landed an interview so i was mad geek i was so excited because i'm like for years i've been applying to this place for years at the time made it five years in a row that i've been applying to target and i never could have landed an interview not once because they was on the bullshit so i'm like bitch you know i have to ace this interview i'm like damn i gotta do all i can to ace this interview i cannot let my anxiety overtake me (laughs) so um i let my you know, I, I practice and I practice. I had my iPad and my wallpaper on the iPad at the time was Aaliyah and she was looking straight on. So I would put, I would lean my iPad like up against the, um, the a little fan that I had and I would act like I'm talking to the interviewer. And then uh, I wrote, I went on Google, I searched up, you know, common interview questions. And then, you know, I pretty much practice how my answers would be to them and, you know, common interview questions at target, you know, typically ask, um, and I pretty much did my research. I'm like, okay, this is what they don't ask. This is about the company, you know, and all that. I never did that for previous interviews. So that's why I never got the jobs for those interviews. Because like I said, I was terrible at interviews. So I'm like, I'm going to get this fucking job because this is what I wanted. I wanted to work at Target. Like, <laughs> I love the company so much. 
So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to ace this interview and I'm going to get this motherfucking job. So the day came. Um, it was like August 10th or August 11th. I tend to forget exactly, you know, the exact date. Yeah. And then um, I remember I had my gray turtleneck on with my black slacks and my flats. And I walked in and I went to the customer service desk and I was all like, hey, I'm here for an interview. And then I remember. Um, and then the HR lady walks out. We're going to call her Tabitha. <laughs> so Tabitha walks out and she's all like, hey, Lynn, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then this was a two person interview. I interviewed with two different people. Um, the first interview was with a team lead. I think he's a team lead for the back room. I don't know, probably logistics or some shit. I, I forgot what he was the team lead for, but he was the team. He was a team lead that was not like a sales floor team lead. You know, he was like, you know, he was mad cool. Like I knew from the very beginning he was gonna hire me. He was gonna be on board to hire me. He he liked me a lot when I when we were doing the interview. Like he he was really enthusiastic. Like he had really great energy. Like I really liked him. I really liked working with him because he was a really cool guy. Like you know, he wasn't really like one of those stuck up people and blah blah and unbearable managers. Like I I didn't report to him directly because he wasn't my team lead. But he was a really cool guy. So shout out to him. Um, what's gonna be his name? Albert we'll call him Albert right so Albert was the first person to interview me and then it was flowing like it was good I was answering the questions really well I made eye contact you know and you know I was just doing great like you know I threw a couple jokes in there and everything was just fun you know what I'm saying and then that's when he's like okay all right you know what I'm saying well I like you you know what I'm saying so I'm on board with having you here on our team you you know um next you know you uh, Tabitha is going to interview. I almost said her real name. <laughs> I almost said this bitch real name. I got to be careful. Oh, my God. I usually don't slip up like that, but I got to um be careful. Cause I had to catch myself. I almost said her real name. Next, Tabitha is going to, you know, interview you. So I'm like, okay. So I went to Tabitha's office. And then um initially, at first, the way she was um talking to me, I can tell she... um. She probably did. She probably was not going to hire me because I don't know what it was, but she just was not enthusiastic at the very beginning. Like she, of course she was acting nice with her fake ass and I'm going to get that. I'm going to get to that in a second. Y'all going to see why I called her that. I said that to this bit about this bitch. So we're going to get to that. Cause like I said, today's going to be a long episode. I'm exposing the fuck out of this company. So make sure you, you get on DoorDash, whatever you got to get one. Cause it's about to be an interesting one. This is about to be real good. So at first she wasn't, I don't think she was really feeling me like that. You know what I'm saying? Or she was probably hyper focused on what I was saying. I don't know, but I I felt the vibes like she wasn't really feeling me like that until I got further into the interview and I was just answering her questions really well and shit like that. And then she started to feel me as soon as I made a comment when she said, when she asked me what I like to do for fun, I said, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm like a producer. I'm a rookie producer. At that time I was only producing for like a year. So I was like, oh, I'm a rookie producer, you know, I upload my beats to YouTube and stuff. I be on YouTube. And then she, that's when she, her, she lit up. She's like, okay, that's nice. Oh, wow, that's so cool. And then that's when we started having this whole conversation and shit. And then she's like, yeah, well, Lynn, you know, I'm a, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really satisfied. I'm really comfortable with you joining our team. You know what I'm saying? We'll start you off as a cashier at the front end. And then, you know, we'll see how this works. You know, but I really want you here on our team. You know, I, I, I look very forward to working with you. I'm like, wow. I went from not being able to even land an interview with this fucking company to being here working with them. Boy, did I not know what the fuck I was getting into, child. <laughs> Oh man, when I tell you it would have been better off if she just would have rejected me right then and there. But, you know, it is what it is. She hired me. And this is where my target journey begins. So picture it. August 15th, 2019. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> I'm a Caribbean gal, right? So in, in the Caribbean culture, we have a lot of superstitions. And for me, I don't know if there's a superstition for all Caribbean people, but for me and my family personally, um, we have this superstition where it's like, if something bad happens on the first day of something, that whole entire journey ahead of you is going to be horrible. And um, that's pretty much what happened. So on my first day, August 15th, 2019, this was officially my orientation date. This is my start date. The day prior, um, the HR coordinator lady, not coordinator, but she was like assistant HR. Um, she was like a administrative assistant, pretty much. Um, she called me. She told me to come in wearing, you know, the usual red shirt and khaki pants and, and you know, the usual and I'm like okay and she told me what time to come in for orientation I'm like alright so I had not one fucking dollar at this time so I managed to pull some strings and I got me some money <laughs> I got me some money so that I can take a cab to go to work as I'm in the fucking cab I realize I leave my fucking wallet at home that has my money in it so I'm like what the fuck I left my fucking money at home so I'm like, shit, I have to go and I have to get my motherfucking money. So I turned, I told the cab driver to turn around and he talking about some, oh, I'm going to have to charge you extra. He was a bitch ass nigga. He could have, he, he could have let me do that for free. Fucking stupid ass. So he turned his ass right back around, took me to my house. And then I'm like, shit, I cannot be late on the first day. This is going to be a horrible first day impression. So... I fucking go home, I run in there, and I get my wallet, which was sitting on the couch, and then I ran out of my house, and then I ran back into the cab. He taking his sweet-ass time backing out of the parking lot. This man just wanted to fucking make me late. I'm convinced. He was just so tight at that point. He probably wanted to make me late on purpose. I'm like, bitch. In my mind, I'm like, listen, nigga. If you make me late, I'm cussing you the fuck out, and I'm not tipping you. So what's, what the fuck is good? Because you better, you better put the pedal to the motherfucking metal. I'm not playing with you. This is my first day of work. Like, you're not about to make me late. So, motherfucker driving and shit. As slow as can fucking be. And then, by the time... I mean, before I know it, it's already like 10.28. And I'm like a couple minutes away from the fucking target but i'm like shit i'm gonna i'm gonna get there like probably in the nick of time where i'm gonna be a little over and which is not gonna look good at all it's gonna you know you'd never want to have that type of first day you know that type of impression on your first day so i'm like holy shit and then the ladies start calling me the administrative assistant hr lady start calling me and she's all like lynn is everything okay i'm like yes everything is okay i was just you know what i'm saying i just 
going through a lot this morning, you know what I'm saying? So I lied and I told her that I had a flat tire or whatever. So, um, she's like, oh, no, you don't have to worry about it. I was just calling because some people, you know, they forget that their orientation is, you know, on the date and blah, blah, blah. I was just calling to make sure that you were on your way. I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way. So I pull up in front of the Target and then this dude was just like, he's such a bitch. So I didn't fucking tip him. I'm sorry. You know me. Like (laughs) anybody in real life knows me. I'm the type I fucking tip. I, I tip like, and I tip really well too. So can't nobody who ever, you know, gave me no lift or nothing say that I don't tip or, you know, when I order DoorDash and I order Uber, can't nobody say that I didn't, you know, tip because I tip. You know, I I tip, but I didn't tip him because I didn't like his fucking service. So he ain't deserve shit. Fuck him. I paid him the exact fare and I got the fuck out of there. So anyway, I walk up in the store and then I go to customer service desk and then I talk to the lady that was there and she's like, okay, I'm gonna call, um, I'm gonna call the, you know, lady. So she called the administrative assistant lady. I guess I have to give her a name. I'm gonna call her, um... Dorothy. <laughs> I'm gonna call her Dorothy because she kind of remind me of Dorothy from the Golden Girls for some reason. So Dorothy comes out, she's like, Hi! Oh my god, we was waiting on you. I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got there just in the nick of time. I got there exactly at 10:30. My start time was 10:30. I got there exactly at 10:30. So she walked me to the back, and then there was this girl, she was in the hallway, and Dorothy introduced me to her, and she was just looking me up and down, just very unenthused, like, hi. I'm like, damn, bitch, what the fuck did I do to you? So I'm like, damn, this day has just been starting off at the wrong foot. So then she sits me down at the computer, and then next to me, I see the girl that's starting with me. She was a really nice girl. Um, We're going to call her Allison. So I'm like, okay, hi, you know what I'm saying? She's like, this is Allison. You both are going to be starting in the same department on the same day. And then she pretty much asked my information and whatnot. And then I had to create my workday account and shit like that and blah, blah, blah. So we basically had a little orientation. And, I, you know, I was sitting in the room. And it was just the both of us since we were the only two that was new that day. We were sitting in the orientation room. And, you know, the ETL, which is executive team leader, basically, you know, assistant store manager at Target. There's multiple. There's more than one ETL at Target itself. But... Um, basically since there's days where they can, um, have authority over the whole store, they're technically the assistant store managers. So we were in there for our ETL for our department, which was service and engagement. And, you know, pretty much doing the whole orientation bullshit, showing us the videos and shit like that. And talking to us about the law, the policies and the rules and shit. So after that, she's like, okay, you guys could take your 15. So I was taking my 15. I was just cooling, whatever. I'm like, damn, it's going to be a smooth ass day or whatnot. I'm really feeling this. Like, oh my God. Oh Lord. Okay. So I have to mention this early on in the story because this is why I had a bad day this day. So I did not have glasses. Because of the fact that I didn't have on glasses, like, I just, (laughs) I couldn't see. You know, I had the glasses I did have on, like, I didn't have on my regular prescription glasses. Because both them bitches broke. I had, I had got the two for 99 deal in 2017 for glasses and eyelab, but both them bitches broke. 
and I never bothered to get them replaced. So, you know, I was just there like, you know, <laughs> with these glasses that I bought from like the local dollar store and I couldn't see shit. I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is not good. Now, I've never been on a cash register before, so I know on the first day they were probably looking at me like, this bitch don't know money. It's not that I don't know money. I've never been on the cash register and I can't fucking see. So I couldn't tell the notes from each other. Like, of course, the $10 bill, like, when I see the color of it, it's like, it's a 10. But unless I put it up close to my eye, I'm not gonna see what the fuck it is because I'm nearsighted and I have astigmatism. So I'm like, holy shit. So... I go to train. Um, our ETL take us out there. I, I guess I have to give her name. What, what, what name am I gonna give the ETL? I'ma call her. Uh, hmm. I'ma call her Yolanda. So <laughs> don't ask me why I'm calling her Yolanda. So Yolanda, which is our service and engagement ETL, she leads us outside to so we could go meet with the other people who work in the front end. And then I meet with this girl. We're going to call her. I'll call her Anastasia. (laughs) So Anastasia was a total fucking bitch. The first day I met her. So she, she, you know, was talking to the both of us. And then, um, you know, Yolanda introduced her to introduced us to Anastasia. She introduced the both of us, mind you. And then I was getting ready to shake her hand. And then Anastasia turns around to Allison and she greets her and then she just ignores me. I'm like, what the fuck did I do to these bitches? (laughs) I'm like, bro, what the fuck did I do to these bitches? Now, before I continue on with the story, one thing I wanted to mention, I wanted to start off with, you know, explaining my role. So in the front end, basically what you do is at Target, at least. And I think it's the same for Walmart and all other big chain retailers. What you basically do in the front end is you run transactions like you're on the cash register and shit like that. Um, you watch self checkout. And if you I mean, when you become familiar enough with the job, they put you at guest services. So that's pretty much all in drive up. Let me not forget drive up drive up all that is the front end. But see, at this point, and I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. So I'm like, wow. I didn't even do nothing like all I did was stand there and she just blew me off and she didn't care about me so she was pretty much explaining the job to us and stuff like that and that's when she wanted to look at me and engage with me and I'm like bro so you just completely ignore me and then you okay whatever (sighs) anyway (laughs) so they pair me up with this um much older woman she was really cool cool Jamaican woman you know um we're gonna call her Betsy (laughs) so Betsy she was the one training me right and then she was pretty much showing me the job and she she was like okay all you gotta do is scan and then you know you type on the screen and then she was just basically trying to get to know me and stuff like that and then you know I was scanning the stuff or whatnot and you know Mind you, I couldn't see. So I kept putting my face up against the screen. And she was like, 
And Betsy was mad concerned. She's like, are you okay? Why are you putting your face up against the screen like that? I'm like, I don't have my glasses. I really can't see shit. I didn't say shit because, of course, it's older. I'm not disrespectful. So I'm like, I can't see anything. And she's like, okay, okay, I'm right here. I'll help you. I'm like, I'm not blind. I just got to get close to the screen and look, you know. And then I was trying to get the change out for the customer, and I couldn't really see anything. I'm like, what the fuck? And this one, she was like, she was all like, okay, you're gonna get this for her, and you're gonna get that for her. She's like, and then I guess she asked this question because she thought I just didn't know how to count money. She's like, what country are you from? I'm like, I'm from here. And then I'm like, no, that is that's not why. I just really can't see the money. Like, I'm, I'm, I have visual issue. Like, I have you know i have astigmatism i'm nearsighted you know so i can't really see like she's like oh why don't you have your glasses i'm like well because i didn't think i was gonna be starting off as a cashier i thought i was gonna be on the sales floor and shit i didn't think i was gonna be a cashier so i could work on the sales floor without my glasses um because i could see items perfectly fine it's just that when i'm reading like the words and specifically what it is i can't see it so she's like oh okay and then Oh my god, as this day was going by, like some of the customers was kind of rude and you know, I was saying hi, they wasn't saying hi back, and they would just snatch the receipt from me. And then I came across some pleasant people and shit. And then oh my god, I messed up on this one transaction where I actually accidentally typed the wrong thing because again, I couldn't fucking see. And here is where I just this fucked up my day and made me pissed off. I called over Anastasia, right? To tell her to correct this transaction because I accidentally typed in the wrong thing. And then she was looking at me, looking at me like she wanted to slap the fuck out of me. I'm like, bruh, it's a simple error that you can fix, bruh. Like, it's so simple. All you had to do is scan the receipt and just click a button and then it reversed the transaction back to the screen that it was at before. As if it never, you know, was processed. And the lady paid with cash. It's not like she paid with a damn card. So I don't know what the fuck she was bitching about. And so that's when I proceeded to type in the right thing. She's like, yeah, you're, you're good. You're good. Basically trying to make me feel like a dumbass. I'm like, hold on, bitch. In my mind, I'm like, bitch, that's what you're not going about. You, you're not about to do that. Cause I'm not a fucking idiot. Okay. I just can't fucking see. Okay. When I get my glasses, you're going to see what the fuck's good. But for now, I'm like one of the three blind mice in this bitch. Okay. I can't fucking see. Don't fucking try to make me feel like I'm stupid or something. I know how to count change. I know how to count cash. The shit is not fucking hard. Okay? I know how to fucking read. I just can't fucking see. I'm visually impaired. Okay? Like, it is what the fuck it is. I didn't have my glasses. That's my fault. I own up to that. But don't try to make me seem like something I'm not. And I'm and she over here watching me as I'm grabbing the change. I'm like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck away from me. And I'm like... Uh, what are you still doing here? She's like, oh, I'm just making sure you do everything correctly. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. And she's like, yeah, but you just messed up. I'm like, but I know what I'm doing, okay? I just don't have my glasses and I can't really see that well. And then I was, as I was grabbing the quarter, she's like, yes, that's correct. I'm like, <laughs> if this bitch make me feel dumb one more time, I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna smack the taste out of her mouth. I'ma smack her so the fuck hard, all the saliva gonna fly out of her mouth, and she gonna have dry mouth, bitch. I'm like, bitch, stop fucking playing with me, okay? Cause, cause now you're playing with me, now you're insulting my intelligence and that, and I already fucking explained to you multiple times, that's not the fucking case. I'm visually impaired, and I don't have my glasses right now, so while you're fucking playing around with me, bitch, you better find you something safe to do. Leave me the fuck alone. And that's all I said in my mind, and I'm like... That's what I wanted to say, but I'm like, you know what? It's my first day on the job. I'm not about to start no nothing. I'm not about to start nothing, bro. I'm, I'm really not about to do this. 
So I'm like, whatever. And then I apologized to the lady for all the inconvenience. She was understanding. She was like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It happens. You know, it's her first day. You know, relax, calm down, blah, blah, blah. After that, bro, oh my God, I did this one transaction. And this was back when Target used to have the old ass system. So I was typing in, I was trying to type in, she had a total of eight bananas. So at Target, you had to type in, in the older system, you had to type in like eight bananas. You had to type in the amount of bananas by singles because they charge by singles because they don't have a scale. Like a fucking normal store, but I digress. So I was trying to type in eight. Tell me why I typed in 80. And this was back when they had the old system. So that, oh my God, I had to go in and delete them bitches one by one. I was crying. Not physically crying, but I was internally crying. I'm like... I fucking hate my life right now. I can't, I can barely read the words on the screen and now I have to go in and put my face damn near t- close to the screen to be able to see this shit. I'm like, this really can't be happening right now. Like, this really cannot be happening right now. Like, you have got to be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, ugh, this, ki- this is a load of bullshit. This is a load of bullshit. So I'm like, oh my God. And then it just made me look so bad as if I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I just hate that on my first day on a job. Like, it's like, bitch, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? It's cashiering. This shit is not hard at all. You know what I'm saying? I could do it with my eyes closed. But but bitch, when you're visually impaired and you don't have no good glasses with you right now, it's like, fuck, this shit is really challenging. So I'm like... Oh my God. And then before I knew it, it was the end of my shift. And I was so happy to get the fuck out of there. So I just left my shift feeling insecure. And then I went home and I just cried. Cause I'm like, these motherfuckers probably think I'm an idiot. And that's not the case. You know, she just really made me feel like shit. Anastasia really made me feel so small about myself. And you know, from the very beginning, at that point, I thought it was war between me and her because I ain't like her. So I tried to avoid her as much as I possibly can. I didn't like talking to her after that moment because I'm like, why she made me feel like that? You know what I'm saying? And shit like that, like, it just basically made me feel so small, made me feel so like I was retarded or something when it, when I was just visually impaired and I couldn't see shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, child basically the second day when i'm about to go to work and shit i have a mental breakdown and i'm all like i don't want to go to work i don't want to go to this fucking job because i feel like i look i looked very ridiculous yesterday so i showed up like 30 minutes late (laughs) and then the manager was all like you can't be doing that come on now like i'm gonna let you slide this i because i lied to her and say you know it was raining the traffic was really bad and shit like that and she's like i'm gonna let us and then then my manager i'm gonna give her a name later on she was basically like, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're, you're new to the job and you know, it looks really bad. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Blah, 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 whatever. Basically acted like a little bitch. So in the, in the, early on in that day, I went to the iLab and then they ended up replacing my glasses frames for free. So I was back. I had my glasses was back up. They was good. So I aced this shift boy. Like I, I did a great job. I didn't make no mistakes and shit like that. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, this is what I wanted before, you know what I'm saying? Now, enough of that. <laughs> that was my first week. We're going to get into the hardships of my career and the things that pretty much led up to me wanting to quit. And also, 
further on in this episode, I would go into why people don't want to work these type of jobs anymore. So we'll start off with the guests. So you would come across the most obnoxious, annoying, just belligerent, unpleasant people. You know, I feel like these people are just the worst crop of people in society and they come to to the store and buy things and it's not something that I would wish on anybody. The mental abuse, the the verbal abuse that I would have to endure at this job is just unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? It was just very unbelievable and managers rarely ever had our back, but we're going to get to that. <laughs> of course, management is always a factor as to why people quit these jobs. We're going to get to that later, later on. But for now, let's talk about the rude fucking customers. I've had people call me out my name. I've had people insult me and belittle me because I didn't do what they wanted. Now me, the type of person I am in retail, you're not going to bitch me out. Deadass. Like I've never cried when these people, there's, I've seen people cry and just take shit to heart. I was a gangster in this Target shit. <laughs> like, when I was in Target, I was a straight up thug. Like, these people, all they did was make me mad because I couldn't say shit back to them. All I did was stand there and eat them shits. Like, you, you think you the shit for insulting me, bitch? You look like a fucking idiot coming in and insulting a bitch because of some shit I can't fucking control. You're an idiot. You're a dumbass. And you're, you're humiliating yourself. So, I don't feel no type of way. Like, bitch, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get me to cry. <laughs> fuck out of here bitch i don't care like i'm not the toughest bitch in the world i never try to make myself to be the toughest bitch but one thing you're not gonna do is try to be entitled because you're a fucking customer so as soon as they fucking get loud with me i would start to get loud with them back not too much to the point where they say i'm insulting them or being mean to them or being rude but i would go a little back and forth with them and then i'd turn turn around and leave their asses there and get a fucking manager to deal with them because i'm not dealing with that bullshit no if you come to if you come in front of me to the service desk and this was when i was in the service desk which was majority of my career at target if you come to me you're in need of help of something if you can't even respect me enough for me to help you you can fuck off and, and somebody else is going to help you that's it that's how i used to do it in retail i'm not dealing with your bullshit people will sit there try to reason with them and work with them bitch i'm not dealing with that shit you're going to come with respect or don't come at all or you can go to somebody else i'm not dealing with that shit period so the first instance that I had of a lady, <laughs> of a guest just straight up disrespecting me, it was holiday season, Christmas Eve of 2019. This was my first holiday season of, um, you know, being at retail, being at Target. So it was something really new for me because this is my first retail job. Like I never worked retail before. So this girl i mean she was already in a bad mood when she was in my in my line she was with her boyfriend and i guess she was buying christmas gifts for her kids or some shit and then target's old systems used to be shit <laughs> they used to be a sack of shit like oh my god like i'm telling you like you get the oldest windows computer from 2005 and you place it in a retail establishment you got target system like that's basically their system they probably dig through the fucking dumpsters of of fucking windows of the windows headquarters and fucking took those computers from there and and put it in their stores that thing would always crash and it was so sensitive and so finicky 
I hated it. So I was doing a trans. I was doing a transaction. You know, not doing a transaction. I was doing. You know cashing out this girl with her boyfriend and stuff she was buying christmas gifts for the kids and she was already not in the best mood i was like okay whatever so the computer crashed and i'm like great just what i need she's already not in a good mood and then now i'm about to ruin her mood even more and i'm like okay we have to go to this other register because the computer crashed now usually what i do is you know i ring everything up again and then the the of course your card gets charged but then the charges are going to drop because nothing's been processed like you didn't even get a receipt so I tried to tell her that, and she's like, I'm not fucking paying for that. If you don't know what you're doing, get a manager. So that's exactly what I did. I turned my ass around. I'm like, bitch, I'm not dealing with you. The fuck? I don't give a fuck about your mood, bitch. I'm not the one who put you in that mood, so you're going to respect me, or I'm going to turn my ass the fuck around, and all I did was turn around, bitch. All I did was turn around, and I got my manager, and I'm like, look, the computer crashed. And she said she's not paying for that again. And she got charged on her card. I don't know what to do. So you go handle that. She went to go handle that situation. I went to a different register and just started cashing out people. Right? Second scenario that I went through. September 2020. I'll never forget it, boy. This was my 9-11. <laughs> this was my 9-11. September 2020. This fucking basket case of a bitch. <laughs> She walks in to the store and she comes over to the customer service desk. This was when, by the time I was at customer service at this time. And then she slams the remote down on the fucking desk. I'm like, all right, bitch. And I'm like, what exactly am I supposed to do with this remote, ma'am? And she's like, oh, she bought the TV and the remote is not working. She wants a new remote. And then she put the fucking other remote down. And I'm like, okay. So I scanned it and I'm like, okay, your total would be blah, blah, blah. She's like, Oh, I'm supposed to pay for that? I'm like, well, yeah, bitch. It's a fucking remote and you're banging out the store. Like, what the, <laughs> like, what the fuck? She's like, I want a new remote and I'm not paying for it. I'm like, well, okay then, bitch. Again, another bitch who don't got respect for me. So I'm going to turn my ass the fuck around and get somebody who could deal with her. So at this night, right, I was working with, I was working with this girl. So... I called her over. I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? She was basically, you know, Target has this thing where if an actual manager is not there, um, they used to call it GSA, but, you know, that, that term got aged out. You know, we don't, it's a dead term. They didn't use it no more. So we just call them like, you know, just the closer, you know, for the front and whatever. So I got her and then basically she came up to lady and told her the same thing. And then I don't know why, but she just started going off. She's like, oh, do you want to see my receipt? You think I'm stealing? Nobody even fucking accused this bitch of stealing shit. Nobody accused her of stealing a damn thing. And she's like, you stupid black bitches. You stupid black bitches. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. And I just had to sit there and take that shit, bro. I'm like, bro, you, you got to be kidding me. So we called the store manager for ass because we was not about to deal with that bullshit. She came over. She's like, what's the name? What's her name? What's her name? And the store manager told her my name. And she, I mean, said she wasn't going to tell her my name. And then she's like, why won't you tell me your name? And you wait until I sue this store. I'm going to sue you guys. I'm like, and she get on the phone with somebody. She's like, yeah, I tried to sue. I, I sued that other company and I won. I should be able to sue them. I'm like, bitch. And then she talking about some, oh, now I got to go to the hospital because I'm so mad. I'm like, well, whose fault is that, bitch? Nobody even fucking accused you or nothing. And you yelling at people calling us out her name. So 
I was just so fucking mad at the situation. I'm like, this bitch really disrespected me and belittled me over some fuck shit. Like, I'm like, bitch, what the fuck was I supposed to do with your fucking remote, bitch? The rem you bought the TV and the remote wasn't working, bitch. I don't know. Shove it up your ass or something. I don't give a fuck. Why don't you go buy a fucking new remote like a normal person or fucking call the TV company to send you a new one or return the whole TV and get a new TV, you stupid dumb bitch. Like... <laughs> You bum asshole, like she could talking about some oh you you stupid broke black bitches. That TV costs more than your check. I'm like, bitch, you must not know about she must not know about me. She must not know about me. <laughs> bitch, I'm not poor, okay? First of all, first things first, even though I was working at this establishment, bitch, I always had money. Don't get it fucking twisted. Like, she acting like I was living in poverty, bitch. I was not living in no poverty. I was living in a gated community, bitch. So, for you to resort to that, thinking that you better than people, bitch, you was yelling over a fucking TV remote that you didn't want to pay for. So, who was the poor, broke-ass bitch? So, I'm like, you know what? At that point, that was my first straw where I was like, yeah, this retail shit, not for me. <laughs> that was my first instant. I'm like, yeah, this was never a forever job. Like, I was never going to stay at this place forever. But for her to talk to me like that, now, from that point on, I was on a mission to try to leave that place. I was on a mission to try to fucking leave that place. I'm like, bitch, I'm not, I'm not taking it. No, you're not about to fucking disrespect me like that. Like, that shit was just wild. So, that was my first instance, right? And then the second one... Um, dealing with these fucking annoying guests. We had this situation that was going on where people would steal shit from other stores and they would return it at Target and it'd be a whole shitload of store. It would be a whole shitload, shitload of items. Like they would come and they would get back like, they would get back and we had no choice but to keep doing it because we couldn't accuse them of stealing, we couldn't do shit so we just had to process it. This was before they put the limit on everything and everything. And then... These people were ghetto, ghetto ass bitches, fucking gutter butt bitches, the most fucking hood bitches you can possibly think of that would come in and do this shit. And if you didn't do it for them, they would fucking belittle the fuck out of you. They barely did it to me. Like they was cool with me because I'm like, bitch, huh? These bitches look like they have nothing to lose. So I didn't want to get shot or killed over some fuck shit. So I'm all like, you know what? I'm going to do these returns for you, but I'm not going to lie. They were fucking annoying because they would have tons of product. Like they had $2,000 worth of stolen goods, such as a Vichy face cream, the La Roche-Posay, the goddamn Diva Cubs. They would have ovulation tests because them tests would be like $16 a piece. They would have the um number nine, wait, what do you, number seven. I don't know, bitch. I tried to rewrite that out my memory as soon as I fucking quit that damn job. Because I was like, this fucking shit is traumatizing me to the point where I'm just like, yeah, I didn't even want to remember that. Just, I think it was the number seven face creams. They used to have the gift set. They'd steal it from Walgreens. And that shit would be like fucking $50. I'm like, damn, shawty, damn. They would come and return that shit. They would belittle my co-workers. I was behind the service desk. She, They called this one girl I was working with fat. They would belittle her. They would degrade her in every single way possible. They never did that to me, though, like I said. But they were really rude. Like, they were really, really, really rude and just unpleasant people to fucking interact with. And I'd be so upset doing these transactions and shit. And it was this one girl. Just this one girl. 
Like, I don't know if she was running with that ring of people that would do that. But she was just like, one day I was trying to return this spice rack for her. And then the system flashed that she surpassed the limit to return on her ID. Because at Target, you have a limit of $100 to return on your driver's license. So I'm like, well, girl, you passed your limit. And then she talking about some, what are you talking about? I'm like, it won't let me return it. And she's like, get a manager. And then I got the manager and the manager talked to her. I thought everything was resolved. And she come back and she's like, so do, is, do they pay y'all $15 an hour for y'all to sit up here and do this bullshit? I'm like, why the fuck is she talking to me like that? And then I just didn't respond to her. She's like, yeah, you're good and well, you better not respond to me, you fucking retarded bitch. I'm like, what the fuck did I do to this bitch? And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't get paid enough to be disrespected like this, bro. I hated that bitch. And she would be a regular. You, Oh, my God. It's one thing to have to deal with a fucking unpleasant, unsufferable bitch. But for them to be a regular makes everything so much worse. And then one of my coworkers turned to me. She's like, oh, yeah, that's why I didn't want to take her because she tried that shit with me one time, too. She was hella disrespectful to everybody over there that didn't want to do her returns. I'm like, damn. And you made me take the fucking bullet. <laughs> Ciao. Yeah, so these people would just come in and then they would... They threatened to beat up my co-workers. Like, they, they, there was this old lady that was working with me behind the desk. And then, fucking, you know, they asked her. She didn't want to do no return for them. So, she asked them, they, this one hood bitch. She's like, what time you get off of work, bitch? What time you get off of work? I'm like, what? This is an old lady, bro. Like, and you're trying to fight her over, because we can't do your return, because we don't want to, like, they, they the one, like, bitch, if it was up to us, we would've did the fucking returns and shit, you know what I'm saying, but the managers were telling us not to do it, because y'all passed the fucking limit, like, what y'all want us to do? So, child, I just, it was getting to a point where I was just super stressed out every time I went to work, because having to deal with these people, like, these people were rowdy, these people were unpleasant, and I just didn't like dealing with them, like, they was just, ugh, like, you know. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like I don't give a fuck about the loss to the store, the companies. Bitch, this company, this company don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about their workers. So what, bitch, what makes you think that I'm going to put my life on the line so I would do the returns and shit. And I'm going to get to that later. Get to that later. <laughs> so, microaggressions. So you would have some customers, some of the white women that would give me a fit. That would give me an attitude and a bad reaction. And I turn around and I get my white manager and it would be as calm as can be. Like they would be as mellow as possible. I'm like, oh, hell no. (laughs) And I don't pull the race card. I don't do that. But I'm like, okay, so why are you being hostile towards me? But when I get my white manager, now you want to act like you're as innocent and as mellow as as fucking water so you want to act like you're a sweet little rabbit prancing in the field but a minute ago you wanted you wanted to cut my head off okay whatever child it was just ridiculous now i move on to the workload so the workload was fucking ridiculous oh jesus christ this workload was a hell of a workload, child. So, 
holiday season busiest season at target of the year besides back to school when i tell you um guest services will be piled up to the roof with strays and go backs and we have to sort them at guest services when we have downtime if any and they would pile up and it was crazy it was just crazy the short staff you know after covid happened and people went on LOAs and they said fuck it I'm going to go on unemployment I'm 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 you know compromised I'm not coming back to this place we were short staffed like a motherfucker and we would hire the people and then you know they either wouldn't come back ever again or you know they were seasonals and then they cut the team you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so the lack of staff really didn't help for the immense amount of work that we had to do. You know, not only that, but with drive up. Like I said, I was going to come back to drive up. Before pan- pre-pandemic, because I started working there pre-pandemic. So pre-pandemic, drive up maybe two people would come within like 30 minutes so that would be like four people an hour you probably get at most like four people come in an hour to do a drive up or in-store pickup when the pandemic happened and drive up is like contactless oh my god the traffic of that shit increased and then you're being timed so you have two minutes which i always thought was complete and utter bullshit you have two minutes to get these people shit out to them with the orders piling in and having to go back and forth between the store. It was just absolutely insane. And then it just got worse and worse. And then during holiday season, what? They would have to have like five people on drive up because drive up would just be so damn insane and so damn busy that you couldn't do it yourself. I remember at one point, like when the pandemic just started, like, it would be hard to do it by yourself, but, you know, we would have, like, three people a day designated drive-up. We have the opening drive-up, we have the midday drive-up, and we have closing drive-up. So, during the, pan- you know, the pandemic, when the pandemic first started, you have the person that do drive-up 8 to 4. Then you have the person do the drive-up from 1 to 6, and then you have the person come in from 5 to 10. I mean, 5 to, no, 4 to 9. We used to close at 9 o'clock during the pandemic, in the height of the pandemic. So... Yeah, you know, drive up used to be, it, it picked up extremely in traffic, but you know, it wasn't at, it, it just got worse and worse over the years, child. In 21, I mean, 2021, which is like my last year there, that shit, it would be, you would get f- fucked in the ass, <laughs> like within five minutes with like fucking 10 different orders. When pre-pandemic, you'd be lucky to get fucking more than four orders an hour to do on a drive-up. You, you know, our store had so much traffic with the drive-up, and the drive-up was just so busy to the point where drive-up wasn't even with guest services. Like when I go to Targets, I go to so many different Targets. I see the driver person be at guest services. I'm like, what? At our store, how we did it, we had to have we our drive up was so busy that we had to have our own designated team to do drive up. Nobody at guest services can even do drive up because it's just too much to do at once. Like, and you wouldn't be able to keep up with it. It was just too much. 
yeah but the workload was just insane and you know just sorting all those strays and and you know what i'm saying and then the returns and exchanges during the holidays oh my god and it and i remember during the pandemic right Turkey used to do this thing where we didn't accept returns but then when we started to accept returns we had to quarantine them quiet as it's kept and i'm about to expose this about these motherfuckers we didn't really quarantine shit <laughs> we said that to make y'all feel good all they did was put them bitches in the back room to make it look like it was being quarantined we put them on a rack when they were being returned at first we used to put them in a box and just quarantine them in the back but then you know the fucking district store director bitch came in and she's like oh it's gonna make the clothes wrinkled so we had to hang them up and then we just threw them in the back room that's it and then they went straight out into as a matter of fact on days we were really busy we just throw we would just throw them back into the strays and then the people who were putting those the style people that was putting the strays back they would complain and be like oh why are you guys throwing the returns into the strays i'm like bitch shut up <laughs> i'm like bitch shut the fuck up and mind your own fucking business okay you're not the ones doing the returns you're not getting a high volume of returns so you need to shut the fuck up and i understand you got to put the clothes back but mind your own fucking business okay mind the business that pays you you're here to work i don't know why you're complaining about your work bitch you don't see me sitting around complaining about the volumes of returns all day so why the fuck are you over here complaining because you got to actually do your job shut shut the fuck up bitch <laughs> and put these shits back okay because i'm not quarantining them bitches like you gotta be you got me fucked up and it's not like you know i was trying to be and i guess people might get mad at me saying that like oh you're being irresponsible you know you should have quarantined them and shit like that so that people don't get sick man fuck out of here if you guys were behind that service desk during the pandemic and you were getting that high volume of returns with clothing how would you feel how would you react to the situation? Would you take your time and continuously put... Because we had to put them in hangers and put them on a rack. And sometimes the rack would get super full because we were getting so much clothing returns. Because the fitting rooms are closed. So the fitting rooms are closed and you have people who haven't returned their clothes in months. Coming to return clothes. And then on top of that, it would add so much work for me to do. The, you know that i wouldn't get off until like probably 10 45 or like fucking 10 50 which is way past my time bitch you think i want to be staying at target past my time hell no <laughs> so that was that yeah pandemic workload <sighs> oh, oh, <hi>. usually i would <laughs> usually i would just um pause it and yawn but you know this is a long one so we don't got time for that i just want to get this done <laughs> co-workers so i already told y'all about my first day story with anastasia here's a situation second situations that i went through with my co-workers so it's a few people that just you know just got on my nerves like you know what i'm saying like i just don't understand why women in the workplace gotta be so damn catty towards each other and it's like because i was going through this whole situation where people was just trying to decipher my hair like oh is it a wig is it her real hair it was even this one bitch one time she walked up to me and she was all trying to embarrass me and shit like that and i don't give a fuck if she come across this podcast bitch i didn't appreciate wh what you did she there was two other people there was this white latina 
and it was this black woman in the back room as I'm putting shit away, she comes out of nowhere and she says with the loudest voice, I don't know if she was trying to belittle me and embarrass me because when you are a bad bitch, that's what they try to do. They try to they try to bring you down and try to make you feel small. She going to yell at the top of her lungs in the loudest voice ever. Is that a wig? Is that a wig? And then I'm just like, can you stop? Like, she was pissing me off. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, so what if it was a fucking wig, bitch? Like, what the fuck? Okay, and what does that do for you if it's a wig? Wow, she's wearing a wig. Like, fucking shut up. Like, (laughs) who gives a fuck? Like, you're over here yelling. and And then I come from work. I mean, I come back to work one day after having a day off. And then one of my girls at work that I like came up to me. And she was all like, oh, this girl was going out of her way to try to prove that you were wearing a wig. I'm like, bitch. Why are y'all so obsessed with my hair? <laughs> What's the name of that India RV song? I am not my hair. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I just go over there and I mind my own business and bitches is worried about my motherfucking hair. Like, you bitches are so... Y'all are haters. Like, the low-key jealousy was so fucking insane. Like, with these bitches. Like, not all these bitches. Like, of course, it's not all of them. But it was those few bitches that was over there on my dick trying to figure out if my hair was a wig or not bitch don't fucking worry about whether my hair is a wig are you paying for it no you're not fucking paying for it bitch so why the fuck are you worried about whether it's my hair whether or not it's my real fucking hair i'm still a bad bitch why are you worried about the hair that come out that's coming out of my head why are you so worried about that that's a disrespectful ass question and for you to try to embarrass me like that in front of other co-workers and in front of a white woman I'm not saying, and let me clear that up, because I already know the one black people going to get on here and be like, oh, she's seeking white validation. That's not what it was. It's just that you're embarrassing me. You, as a black woman, are coming at another black woman, which is myself, in front of this white Latina woman talking about a wig, like trying to embarrass me, like the representation that that puts on us as a people putting each other down and you're basically belittling me in front of her implying that because I'm black I can't have long hair I've had long hair my whole entire life so what the fuck are you talking about like I've never been bald head except for one that one time in 2008 when I cut my fucking hair by choice I, I was bald head by choice that's it like I never been purposely bald head bro like I never had a problem growing hair like for you to come and, and come in there and try to insinuate like and try to call me out in front of this lady trying to belittle me and embarrass me in front of these two women like what the fuck is wrong with you like i'm not understanding and then till this day i still don't know who the who exactly that bitch was that fucking you know trying to make a point to prove that i was wearing a wig but whoever the fuck you are i hope you choke on a dick bitch i hope you suck while you sucking a dick (laughs) i hope you choke on that shit yeah I hope you choke on it and you can't breathe and you don't get the fuck back up. And I know I'm going too far, but it's just so annoying. Like for you to go out of your way to be a hater like that. How much hater raid was you drinking for you to get to that conclusion? I mean, for you to get to that point where you're trying to prove that I got a wig on my head. Like you're a hater. You Do you know how much of a hater you have to be to try to prove that sort of point? Fuck out of here, man. You bitches are fucking sad. <laughs> And then at the very beginning, 
these bitches was all trying to make me out like I was rude or something. When I have selective mutism, and I talked about this in my selective mutism episode, go check it out by the way, episode two, yow. but I have selective mutism, okay? I'm new to the workplace. First of all, on my first day, I didn't even have the most pleasant experience with one of y'all. Second of all, I'm not rude. As you can see, anytime y'all would come to me and ask me something, I would openly and, and you know, warmly, you know, answer your questions. I, I never showed to anyone that I was rude besides the point that I don't walk in there and kiss y'all ass and I'm and super friendly. Bitch, I'm not that type of person. I got genuinized anxiety disorder. I have social anxiety. I have selective mutism. So for people to just think that when you walk into the workplace you just gotta be licking their ass bro like i i, I did make some friends while i was there at target because you know the, 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 my bitches you know what i'm saying shout out to them i'm not gonna bring up their names because like i said everyone's identity is confidential i don't ever put people's names out there unless they consent to that but but for y'all to just think that i'm just supposed to like just befriend every single person over there and then i'm supposed to be this talkative friendly gal not everybody is extroverted you know there's people who like myself we have selective mutism and we stay to ourselves you know i don't understand why people always gotta feel like somebody obligated to fucking talk to them like there's people who have never spoken to me a day in my life i don't give a fuck like bitch like get over yourself like just fucking move the fuck on like shit oh girl anyway (laughs) now moving to the most important part of this story the biggest reason why i left that company and management management was the driving force that's not the number one reason i mean it was the number one you know what yeah that is the one number one reason why i quit and that's why many people quit because of management you know and this is what this is where i um you know segue into why people these days don't want to fucking work these jobs because of shitty fucking managers that mistreat them right because if you think that i'm about to put up with the disrespect i'm not at all you know not the favoritism not the bullshit none of that but you know um before i get to this because this is the management part is actually where everything is gonna you know make sense for why i quit um people don't want to work these kind of jobs anymore because for the shit that we go through the workload the disrespect the abuse both verbally and sometimes physically in some extreme cases you know it's not worth the pay the little fucking crumbs that people get paid to do this type of fucking job motherfuckers can't afford shit i remember before the pandemic target was paying people 13 dollars an hour a fucking joke throughout the pandemic the pandemic is what made me realize that this was a shit company to work for the only reason why target gave us quote unquote hazard pay 
and you guys can't see me using these air quotes because you know it's a podcast the reason why target increased our salary by $15 and kept it that way was because they were just trying to get they, they were trying to look good they were trying to look good they were trying to save face they're in competition with Walmart and I guess Walmart gave their employees um, hazard pay at around that time so they were like we gotta compete with we, we can't anything Target does it's to one up Walmart they don't give a fuck they don't give a rat's ass about their employees don't you ever walk into Target believing that them employees are cared for cause 9 times out of 10 unless you walk up to a delusional ass fucking manager you walk up to an employee at Target they're not there because they want to be there. They're there to pay their fucking bills and go home. If they can get a fucking better paying job within a split of a second, they would leave that fucking company. And I don't know how, allegedly, <laughs> I don't want that Target Corporation lawyers coming after me. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I feel as though, and this is my personal opinion, I'm not saying this is fact, so bitch, Brian Cornell, you bitch boy. If you want to come after me with your lawyers, you can't, bitch. This is not going to be admissible in court, ho. But because this is my fucking opinion. I feel like Target paid people magazine a good old nasty chunk of money to say that they're one of the best companies to work for because it's a fucking lie. You guys don't stand behind your employees at all. You want us to take the verbal abuse from these fucking customers to line your pockets. It's all about the bottom dollar for this fucking greedy ass, hyper capitalistic, blood sucking ass company. This company is the fucking worst. What made me feel so disgusted, I watched my manager do strenuous activities as she was pregnant a manager i love very much shout out to her i hope her and her baby girl are doing wonderful that shit made me sick to my stomach i'm like how is a pregnant woman not properly accommodated she had to help me do drive up on a day where we were severely understaffed I was ashamed to work for this fucking company when I witnessed that. I'm like, how the fuck are we so severely understaffed that my pregnant manager has to come help me do drive up, which is a very fucking active position. You cannot do drive up if you are impaired in any way. You're running in and out of the store. There's days where you don't even get a break. You can't even sit down and get a sip of water. You can't even do that. So I sat down to myself. I'm like, and then, you know, I'm talking to one of my friends because one of my friends work for a company where they accommodate for their pregnancies. Like, it's like, you know, they don't make you do all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting because working at Target, I've had to witness my fucking team lead help me run in and out of the store with items. I had another girl that you know i was cool at my job at target when she was pregnant she was doing fulfillment they had this bitch doing fulfillment and she was pregnant they gaslight you they manipulate you 
So let's move on to that management. First situation where I was on one of my first straws of management. Remember that bitch I mentioned? The bitch that hired me? Tabitha. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm about to put my foot on your neck, bitch. So... One day, right, I had so much downtime at guest services. It was a down season. You know, it was like September. I mean, not September. It was early October. You know, the traffic was starting to pick up, but, you know, it wasn't nothing too serious or whatnot. I had a whole lot of downtime because nobody was coming to the service desk. The service desk was surprisingly clean. I did everything I possibly could. I put the strays away for one spot because when you have guest services, if you have downtime, what we would do is we would put the strays away at the bullseye playground dollar spot (laughs) for those of you who are not target target employees and you won't understand what the fuck i'm even talking about um but yeah you know i had a lot of downtime so i went to the back i I was looking i'm like maybe there's strays to put away all the strays are sorted nothing else to sort nothing else to do so i'm like all right you know what i'm saying let me just look on my phone real quick so i hop on the phone and i didn't even hear this bitch come around the corner all of a sudden she's like what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, shit. She caught me by surprise. I didn't look startled, though, because if I looked startled, it, it would have made it seem like I was doing something bad. So I'm like, I don't want her to see that I'm, you know, startled. So I was like, oh, there's nothing to do. She's like, come on, Lynn, get back to this. She tried to make it seem like everything was cool and everything was all right. I'm like, okay, I'm not expecting anything to happen, whatever, you know, so I move on with my life, right? And then, you know, the next morning she walked past me. She's like, hello, and with her fucking fake ass smile, stupid bitch. She tried to act like everything was all cool. And I was like, hello. And then later on that day, um, I see my team lead and she's all like, Lynn, come on. I have to talk to you. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, okay, so Tabitha wrote you up. I'm like, so what? You're like, oh, because you were on your phone. She caught you on your phone. Listen, you can't do that. You can't be on your phone at work. I'm like, Bro, all I did was look at the screen. I had so much downtime. There was nothing to do. What did you want me to do? I was low-key pissed the fuck off. I was so fucking mad. I'm like, bitch, you're going to write me up for something so petty. You're going to write me up for some petty-ass bullshit like this? Write me up like she wrote me the fuck up. It was my first strike for for what you think I fucking slapped the shit out of a toddler on the clock. The bitch wrote me up for looking at my phone, bro. I'm like, bro. And then my TL talking about some, oh, she catch you on air. It's going to be a final. And then the next time if you're after that, it's going to be a termination. I'm like, termination over fucking what? <laughs> That's what I realized. I'm like, you know what? This place is bullshit. I'm on a mission to get the fuck ASAP. This was October 2020. I'm like, I'm on a mission to get the fuck ASAP. I'm like, how the fuck you gonna write me up for being on my phone? I wasn't even, I didn't even get a chance to actually get on the fucking phone. All I did was look at the screen and then I was swiping up and then that's it. She And, and then she walked the fuck in. I'm like, you know what? This bitch is on my shit list. Fuck this hoe. Fuck this fucking bitch. I didn't like her for the remainder of my time there. She needed to go. I'll get to, I'll get to that later because I had an update about her later on in the episode. If she come across this episode, bitch, fuck you. 
and I don't like you, bitch. <laughs> I wish nothing but the worst for you. <laughs> anyway, APTO. APTO is Assets Protection Team Lead. Now, my Assets Protection Team Lead, the very first one, we're going to call him Middle. <laughs> so, the first one that I, I was with um, from the start of my career there, which was August 15th, 2019, all the way up until maybe April 2020, he left to pursue a better career. And I'm so happy for him, to be honest with you. He left way before I did. And I was so happy for him for leaving that fucking shithole, that anal, <laughs> that goddamn psych ward that is Target. I was so glad that he left, but he got replaced by this dude. <laughs> he got replaced by this dude. Now, listen, this dude, he was kind of disturbing. And I'm going to get to that later on in the story. I'm talking about him. So he was a little, um, he was, he was a, he was an interesting person. <laughs> so he came there and he thought he run shit. He was getting people for just random shit. He tried to get me, but bitch, <laughs> you can't get a bitch like me. <laughs> you can't get a bitch like me. He gave me a warning at most. And I'm gonna get to that shortly. Um, so we're going to call him Byron and I didn't want to use a name starting with a B because it sounds very similar to his legal name, his government name, but fuck it. It's not the exact same. It sounds similar, but it's not, you know, congruent, you know, if you pay attention in elementary school geometry class, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's similar, but it's not congruent. So Byron, when he came in, he took that job way too fucking seriously. It was not that deep, but he came here on a mission like middle when he was there during his tenure he ain't give a fuck he ain't give a fuck but this nigga was getting this nigga byron he was getting niggas fired left or right and he was a whole fucking hypocrite and we gonna get to that girl because the pot calling the kettle black in this situation Mm-hmm. so anyways byron he walked into that motherfucker and he was on a mission to try to fire as many people as possible in some cases, it was rightfully so, but in some cases, it's like, you don't look at it and be like, really, bro? You fired a bitch over that? Anyway, so he walk in, and then he tried to pick with me first, because that, that, that was around the time where the whole exchanges situation that I just explained earlier in this episode was going on, and then he's like, don't accept the returns. And then in my mind, I'm like, I'm not listening to that because how the fuck am I supposed to reject these people? Are you going to be there with me when I'm rejecting them and they, and they threaten to beat my ass? Like, be fucking for real. Like, like I'm not about to fucking reject these people and they cause a scene. Who, who the fuck going to get beat on? You? You going to be in the comfort of your goddamn security camera office while I'm outside taking the goddamn heat. So I think the fuck not. <laughs> okay? So... I processed the return and then he coming and pulling me over talking about some you weren't supposed to do that and then he was so mad about it afterwards that he was talking to my team lead trying to get me reprimanded and shit and then they said no nah, we not reprimanded her and that was the only time they ever had my back there was <laughs> like no nah, we, we don't do that don't do that it's not you know what i'm saying you, you know what's going on and shit and so he left it alone he like all right i let her slide shit like that blah 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 so after that point he stopped picking on me right like basically the times after that when i missed the limits he was just like whatever i, I he didn't give a fuck but you know 
and shit like that. But this nigga was getting people fired for putting Lysol to the side to buy later, bro. I'm like, bruh, he was firing people for that. I'm like, bro, you're taking this job way too seriously. You're doing too much. <laughs> bro, you started off at the company as a fucking car attendant. <laughs> Dude, like, quit it. Stop. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself, love. Like, you just do it too much. Like, just fucking, like, I don't even know what the fuck he had going on. Like, what did he think this job was? Did he just think his job was, like, the CEO of fucking Target? Like, I don't get it. He was firing niggas for left and right for stealing. He fired this one nigga because he hit a vape on the fucking clock, bro. I'm like, a fucking vape. You could have at least suspended him or wrote him up or some shit, but you fired him. He fired the fuck out of him. I'm like, damn, nigga. (laughs) They fired niggas. Now, he fired people for stealing, right? But he fired this one girl for stealing macaroni and cheese. I'm like, okay, if it's stealing, it makes sense why you would fire them. But he was just firing people left and right for some bullshit. Like, they was just, people was dropping like flies. Because every day I would walk in there, I'd be prepared to, I'd be like, who got fired today? (laughs) I would have to mentally prepare myself to hear who got fired today because when he first started that bitch it was like tarmageddon <laughs> tarmageddon <laughs> he was on a mission to fire as many people as he possibly fucking can get fired okay like he was on a fucking mission okay i even screwed up myself a couple times so i don't know how i got past that nigga but it is what it is well long story short the firer ended up becoming the fiery <laughs> and i know those are not words but the man that was doing basically the man that was doing the firing ended up becoming fired right <laughs> so this nigga now um i might have to <laughs> i hope i remember this the right way because i forgot the exact situation so one of his you know partners he went on a long ass vacation and then when he came back from his vacation he quit so when he quit he went out with a fucking bang <laughs> he had information on him that could lead to the firing of this man <laughs> okay he ruined that man whole career bro when he left that place he said bitch i'm leaving and i'm taking you with me bitch he i, I shout out to him shout out to him because he's a legend for that like he I, I, he's honest he's honestly my hero like honestly he's my hero like he's like bitch i'm quitting but i'm gonna take you with me bitch we're both gonna be unemployed <laughs> how about that so he basically leaked info of this man that he he apparently was trying to like talk to one of the girls who at the time was underage in the store now in target target's policies it's extremely prohibited to date any of the team members if you're ap so you can't date within the store at all you can date another ap from a different store but you can't date AP, you can't date anybody at your store of course the ap at my store you know they didn't give a fuck anyway so they they would do things within the store <laughs> don't ask me how i know <laughs> but i'm moving on <laughs> moving on moving on girl anyway um so he apparently he was trying to talk to one of the girls who at the time was a minor she ended up turning of legal age that same year but 
when he was trying to mac on her she was a minor and this is strictly prohibited this is this is not allowed <laughs> okay if you're at the ap you, especially aptl you got a double bruh <laughs> you got double strikes on you for you to not date nobody in the store so he was i guess he was texting with her or whatever trying to flirt with her or whatnot he was basically a horn dog because he been in a situation like this before he had a whole baby with a team member but i don't think he was in like no higher up position yet so yeah um he got fired and it was such a shock to me like <gasps> not mr not mr on his shit trying to fire everybody getting fired life comes at you fast don't it <laughs> This motherfucker was on a mission trying to fire everyone and he got fired. That shit was so hilarious to me. I'm like, damn, life really could. The clown came back to bite, bro. Life came at him the fuck fast. Life came at him the fuck fast. So long story short, motherfucker got fired. That was history. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, that was something. That was so funny though. This motherfucker got, he was on a mission firing people. Tarmageddon of 2020. That holiday season, boy, people was dropping like flies. Only for him to drop, to be that last fly to drop. Gonna get fired over some bullshit. Now he was unemployed, bro. And he had a whole child, bro. That was no older than one years old. That was That shit was so, oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> now moving on to my team lead so the team lead that i'm talking about i had like two team leads in the front end the one that was pregnant she's not the one i'm talking about right now for her i'm gonna name her applequasia because <laughs> i don't want to do nothing that's too similar to her her real name so applequasia was always on my case and it would be something that she would do that would lead to me leaving the company. So the first time where she did something that pissed me the fuck off is I was doing drive up in one shift. And bitch, I didn't eat at all because I had just came home from doing something else. And then I had to go straight to work. I didn't have no time to eat. So... I was basically doing drive up on an empty stomach. I was dizzy. I'm like, I got to get something. So I see people that I work with doing this shit all the time. So I grabbed the Snickers and I made sure to pay for it first because I didn't want to forget to pay for it. And then I get fired over some bullshit. <laughs> so I'm in line to pay for it. Right. And then she pulled me to the side. She's like, oh, you weren't supposed to do that while you were on the clock. Oh, that's going to be a documented conversation. I'm like, wow, that's some bullshit. And then on top of that, to add insult to injury, she told me that I couldn't take my 15 because technically that was my 15 because I was buying the food. I'm like, what? Bitch, I was about to fall out. I'm doing drive up and I'm damn near about to fall out. And you're telling me that I'm just supposed to fall the fuck out because why because I can't buy a fucking Snickers just to keep me up for a little bit until I go on my 15. I said, fuck you, bitch. In my mind, I'm like, in my mind, of course, I wouldn't have said that out loud, but do, did I listen to her? No, I took my fucking 15, bitch, because I'm entitled to my motherfucking breaks. What the fuck were you going to do? This bitch gave me a documented conversation for that. I'm like, 
bro this is some fucking bullshit dog oh my god so after that like months after that situation happened i forgot about that this girl who just came from her lunch mind you she had plenty of time to buy starbucks she come from her lunch she asked her oh can i buy a coffee from starbucks and she's like yeah so i'm like oh that's really fucking interesting so when i was damn near about to fall out on drive up because i was doing it on an empty stomach and i needed a snickers just to keep me up just a little fucking candy bar just to keep me the fuck up just to keep myself to fucking gather so that i can fucking survive through this this fucking shift until i get my 15 you wanted to fucking talk to me and shit and give me a documented conversation but when she came from her fucking lunch and when she had time to recuperate and eat you decide that you that she you you give her permission to get fucking starbucks coffee something that's not a fucking necessity are you dead ass right now so i was like bro oh my i can't believe what i'm witnessing right now and then i'm like this really i can't believe i witnessed that like i was just standing there with my jaw dropped open i'm like bro the favoritism is crazy but here's where we get to the last straw so i'm on my 15 now granted i take responsibility you know I do I did go over my 15 I'm like fuck this company like bitch are y'all paying me enough first of all I know it's considered time theft and whatnot but this is not my first time doing such a thing you know what I'm saying so I went over my 15 I was just doing my little shopping or whatever because I had a five hour shift so I wasn't gonna have a lunch and I was gonna have enough time at the end of the night you know to do my shopping the bitch talked to me she's like oh you went over your 15 blah 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 she writes me the fuck up I'm like bitch are you dead ass as many people as I know up front that go over there 15, you don't write them up, but you write me the fuck up. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. These people want me to go off. My last fucking straw, the thing that led to me fucking quitting. This other bitch I work with. Now, I don't want to call her a bitch. She's not a bitch. I love you, girl. <laughs> she was the girl I started with, Allison. She went over her 15 by 15 fucking minutes. She took a 30 minute break. The bitch comes back from her break and she just looking at her, talking to her like everything's okay. She didn't talk to her about nothing about her going over the 15. I'm like, oh, okay, that's it. That's enough. I reached my limit. I put my fucking two weeks in. I'm like, one thing you're not about to do is favoritism in front of my face. Because obviously you have some sort of bias against me. You got something against me. So I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> I put my fucking two weeks in. I'm like, it's been real. I'm gone. I left. I dipped. I couldn't take it anymore. I, I could not take it anymore. Because I'm like, I can't believe this really happened. Like, so you don't talk to her for going over her break. But you talk, you give me a talking to and you wrote me up on top of that. That was my second strike in general. I don't know. They, they renew their strikes every year. So that was like my first strike of that year. 
But I'm like, you could kiss my ass. This whole company could kiss my ass. After giving two and a half years of my motherfucking life, I wasted two and a half years of my time. I took the abuse. I worked super hard. Yeah, my punctuality was slacking, but I fucking told you guys that, bitch, I was doing something that was going to conflict with my schedule, and I gave in my availability, and y'all didn't want to fucking continue to work with my availability. Until I fucking walked up to you guys a second time, I had to beg for them to change my availability for for this to work with my schedule, so I wouldn't keep being late. And then you motherfuckers want to do the favoritism shit. You let that bitch get coffee, and when she came from her fucking lunch, but I couldn't even buy a fucking Snickers. Are you dead ass right now? And then on top of that, you didn't write that bitch up for going 15 minutes over her 15, but you wrote me up for doing the same fucking thing. Fuck out of here. I'm done. I'm done with this fucking place. I'm done with the abuse. I'm done with the fucking bullshit. I'm done with this nonsense. I'm over it. Yes, I was wrong. I shouldn't have went over my 15 in general, but she, write her up too. That's all I asked for. If you're going to hold people accountable, hold everybody accountable. If you wanted to talk to me about how I was buying a Snickers while I'm supposed to be on my shift, fine. You're a manager. Do what you got to do. But for you to just not do the same for that girl. And she came from a lunch, bruh. I didn't have a lunch yet. I just got in. So I'm like, fuck this fucking company. This company could kiss my ass. And ever since I left that place, I just got so much peace of mind now fuck retail this is why people don't want to work these stupid shitty jobs nobody wants to work these type of stupid fucking jobs anymore because you all you guys torture people and you don't give a fuck about your employees you don't give a flying shit about your employees your employees gotta beg you for shit target people.com people magazine you have some nerve giving target the honor of having the best company to work for that's a fucking lie now this is purely my opinion i'm gonna state this again because bitch nobody about to take me to court this is my opinion in my opinion this is not a fact i'm not saying this is a fact this is all alleged i feel like brian fucking cornell paid these motherfuckers to fucking say that shit i'm not saying this is a fact so nobody take me to fucking court because i know how y'all motherfuckers play y'all ain't gonna have a case against me that's one thing that i know but I'm just tired of the fuck shit. My experience was fucking horrible. And y'all only stand by the fucking customers. Y'all don't stand by your employees. You can give two fucks. I've watched I've watched people come to work injured and y'all give them hell. Oh my god, how I could how could how could I forget to bring this up? So it was one time, right, where I went into compliance. Cause my manager forgot to send me on my break. The fucking um Abiquasia. <laughs> Abiquasia. My team lead, the same team lead that wrote me up over the bullshit. She tried to manipulate me and gaslight me into thinking it was my fault. She talking about some, oh, well, you were supposed to remind her that you had to go on a break. You know, we be busy all the time. You had to remind her. I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. When I'm at guest services and I was there myself that night, how the fuck is that my fault? I didn't have nobody to even cover my break, first of all. And second of all, you're not about to fucking manipulate me, bitch. I know exactly what you're trying to do. You're not doing that to me. Don't fucking try to manipulate me into thinking this compliance was my fault. No. As a manager, you are supposed to be on top of your fucking shit. You're supposed to send me on my break, and you're supposed to fucking... You're supposed to be on top of all that shit. I don't give a fuck. 
That shit was not my fucking fault. You were supposed to be on top of that shit. You were supposed to send me to my lunch. I can't go to my lunch by myself because there's nobody to cover my lunch. Barely anybody in the front end. There, there was probably a good four people who did um, the service desk that um, in the front end. And I was one of them. And the rest was off that day. So the manager was supposed to cover my fucking lunch. And she didn't send me to fucking lunch. It was her fucking job. I can't just leave my fucking desk to take a lunch. Because then who's going to take care of the customers? Exactly. And y'all going to fucking talk to me if I leave my motherfucking desk without letting nobody know without doing nothing. Having nobody to cover. So... the fuck like you're not gonna try to manipulate me and blame me for this shit that's one thing that's what we're not gonna do but that's why people don't want to work these jobs anymore nobody's about to continue to take the abuse for fucking your measly little ten dollars an hour and these companies got some fucking nerve still hiring people at fucking 10 11 12 even 15 dollars an hour bitch you see the way that these prices are going up can't nobody afford shit who the fuck is working for that little piece of pocket change? I can't even buy candy at the local fucking gas station with that shit, ho. <laughs> like, fuck out of here, bitch. Like, what the fuck is a little $15 an hour gonna do for me? No. I've watched people that gotten injured injured on the clock have to go through hell to get workman's comp, bro. I've watched them have to go through hell, be gaslighted. They try to manipulate these people into not getting workman's comp. They, they, I've watched sales floor members literally go through hell and get yelled at and screamed at and get written up for some trivial bullshit. This is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous company to work for. And that is what motivated me. And this was months in the making initially this expose was supposed to be out in june but i'm like no i have to completely get my thoughts together so that i can tell this story so i need to tell everything that happened to me and everything that i went through and i need to expose this company for what the fuck it is like the managers they would tell me to do one thing like they would tell me to tell these people oh we have a return limit when you use your id and they would turn around and do something completely different once I call them over. They're like, oh, if anything happens, you know, call us over. And then they'd be kissing the guests as like, oh, you know, I'll do this for you. Just let them do it. I'm like, what? No, you told me not to do it. And now you're telling me to do it. You make me look like a fucking idiot now. Now I look like a dumbass. You're telling me to enforce this limit. And this is what I'm not supposed to do. Right? And then... You come over and it's a different story because they're fucking pouting and complaining like some bitches. You want to turn around and be like, oh, we'll do it for them. I'm like, bruh, you got to be kidding me right now. Like you told me not to do it. Like now I look like a fucking idiot because I'm sitting up here enforcing these fucking rules that you told me to enforce. And now you're changing what you told me. Like what? Like, bro, now, now I look like a, a straight up fucking dumbass. I look like a dumbass. I look stupid. Get it together, Target. Get it together. 
And then they keep trying to complicate our fucking positions. Adding the fucking groceries and shit to drive up and shit. And these motherfuckers... The two minute time timer on the fucking shit for drive up is so ridiculous. And then the managers would pressure us and be like, oh, our time needs to be above two minutes. I don't give a fuck about that time. Are you going to accommodate this by fucking having multiple people do drive up in one shift? Because I'm so tired of this shit. You're not about to have me go out on, on, go out on a limb and, and, and pretty much fucking basically damn near killing myself hauling water i mean packs of water and heavy ass soda packs and all this shit and dog food kitty litter outside to appease your motherfucking um your metrics i don't give a fuck about your metrics bitch i'm not the one getting the bonus i'm not the one getting paid extra you are i'm not being compensated properly for this shit so i don't care okay until you motherfuckers give me some sort of bonus and we get some type of like you know award for what we're doing i'm not doing that shit fuck out of here like come on now like these managers want you to put in so much work in these companies bro like the hiring process bro be so damn stupid like they be wanting you to fucking Put one finger at the top of your head and put your toe in your asshole while your left leg is 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 stretched out to the left and 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 pat your belly about three times while saying just for you to get the fucking job. I'm like, bitch, they want you to write a goddamn erotica, a what pad erotica as a cover letter as to why you want to work for their shitty ass company for their shitty ass pay. Bitch, who the fuck is doing that? I can proudly say I've never submitted a cover letter, bitch. I've never done that. I, all I give is a resume, bitch. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, oh well, fuck off. You're missing out on a good employee who would probably be a great asset to your company. But you want to miss out on it because of the resume prepping. You need shit. Thank you, email. Y'all could suck my motherfucking dick. I don't give a fuck. Y'all be making people go through hell and back just to get a fucking job. That's probably not even gonna pay me enough. Talking about some nobody wants to work anymore. Nah, that's not the fucking truth, bitch. Because multiple times when I was looking for jobs and y'all put me through hell for the fucking interview and y'all ain't give me the fucking position and I aced that fucking interview. Like, fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my face. Don't listen. Nobody. Nobody want to work anymore. <laughs> yeah, nobody want to work anymore, bitch, because you're not paying enough. And the benefits are not good enough. And you don't stand behind your employees. And you don't protect them. How about that? You don't compensate them enough. And people will be like, oh, well, um... If you wanna fucking, if you wanna get paid good, you gotta get a degree. A degree can't guarantee you a fucking job, though, bitch. And if it does, these fucking jobs, they they asking for five years experience on an entry level position, bitch. You are entering the goddamn field, ho. How the fuck am I gonna have five years fucking experience? You might as well give me a senior position. I don't get it. But anyways. That wraps up today's episode of the Honest Leo Podcast. Episode 8, which is my Target expose. 
and me basically stating why nobody wants to work these shitty ass fucking jobs anymore. Nobody is trying to put up with this shit. Anyways, talk to y'all later and see ya. Fuck with me now. Fuck with me now. <laughs>